I did not take care of myself. Even if I knew that I had high sugar and high blood pressure, I did not drink my medications as often as I should be. The next thing I knew, I had a stroke. <laughs> I already worked as a call center for years. So the stress was too much for me, I guess. Because the fact that I didn't know what was going on, I was happy why people were visiting me and they were talking to me and they were just they were so happy that I was alive. I just did not understand what was going on until while I was in the hospital, I realized I no longer had no job. My boyfriend that time left me while I was in the hospital. Actually, it was the hardest thing that happened to me, but it was also the best thing that happened. If it did not happen, I would still be super fat. I would still be depressed. I would hate the world because like, for me, I was like, I need something else to change everything. Like you notice like um, you just want to renew everything or reset with your life. I love my life now. I'm not sad about anything. I'm happy about the stroke and what happened. I can walk actually. I don't have any problems with my legs or anything except for my hand, but then it's already fine. So the rest of my body is okay. For me, I'm better now. I'm the better version of myself compared to I was the normal Carla before. Hello, I'm Mark Goodyear, and this is Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. An arteriovenous malformation, otherwise known as AVM, is an abnormal tangle of blood vessels which disrupts blood flow and oxygen circulation. If AVM is located in the brain and it ruptures, it can cause a serious bleed. Little is known about what causes AVM, but it's not considered to be hereditary. In this episode, we hear from Leanne Carla Pijornia from Cebu in the Philippines. She suffered a stroke at the age of 30. I would eat anything and everything that I wanted. And at that time, I worked as a call center agent for a BPO. So I would work at night. My shift was like 9 p.m. until 6 in the morning. I would work as a nurse, of course, but I did not take care of myself because I would eat and then I would drink and I would smoke because of the stress. And after that, I would always go out with my friends and of course, like beer and alcohol. Even if I knew that I had high sugar and high blood pressure, I did not drink my medications as often as I should be. So the next thing I knew, I had a stroke. <laughs> but before my stroke, I already worked as a call center for years. So the stress was too much for me, I guess. But I just did not know that I should not be working like that. The reason why I had it is because of congenital AV malformation. Um, I was born with it. I was with my boss. We went to this place where we could rest because we had to go to work right after. I couldn't stay 
with my family because we were renovating. So I told my boss and he told me that I could just stay with him until our shift the next day. I actually bought a phone that day and I was playing with my phone. I was trying to check everything and then I just couldn't sleep because I was too OC with my phone. I noticed that my head was too painful. Like I had a headache, a crazy, crazy painful headache. It was not the normal headache that I usually have. But then I noticed that it did not lower even my pain. So the next thing I knew, I couldn't see from my right side of my eye. And that's why as a nurse, I knew that this was different. And I think I'm about to die. I called my boss I told him there's something wrong so I want you to call emergency rescue unit foundation and call for my dad tell him that it's me there's something wrong with me so they called she saw me and then they called my dad my dad was in the clinic when it happened they went to the ER and then they saw that the blood from my head was so huge it's like three times the size of my grandpa because my grandpa also had a stroke. So when my dad saw the size of the blood, they knew that there was a possibility that I would die. He immediately asked for the priest. After, like, I think, eight hours, I was on. I was like, I could already see people, but then I just couldn't understand and I couldn't read or talk to them. I didn't understand what was going on. It was crazy. After the stroke, I had aphasia, the inability to understand and read and write. So I had to start from scratch. ABCs, read, write, and I needed speech therapy as well. My speech therapy had me take a test and my score was 77%, so that's fail. And after that, he said that I only needed two things to improve myself. And the answer was like, two things that's singing and dancing and I was like those are two things that I love like I was supposed to take theater arts instead of nursing but my parents wanted me to be a nurse so that's why I was into nursing. Leanne recovered in hospital for three weeks. Because the fact that I didn't know what was going on I was happy why people were visiting me and they were talking to me and they were just were so happy that I was alive. I just did not understand what was going on until while I was in the hospital, I realized I no longer had no job. My boyfriend that time left me while I was in the hospital. So I was sad at that time, but I was in the hospital. And that was one night when my sister was asleep. She's my nurse when it happened. So I cried, I let everything go, and then I just realized that I have to change it. Tomorrow I'm going to change and everything is going to be better. So uh, after that, I just changed everything. I changed my diet, the way I thought about life and my family, my friends. Like I realized that in life, it's the best thing Like you just to be with your family and your friends. Actually, it was the hardest thing that happened to me, but it was also the best thing that happened. If it did not happen, 
I would still be super fat. I would still be depressed. I would hate the world because, like, for me, I was like, I need something else to change everything. Like, you notice, like, um, you just want to renew everything or reset with your life. And uh, that was my point. I realized that this is the time to change, <laughs> to renew, reset. Leanne decided to make huge changes to her life. I actually resigned as a nurse because my job then was as a analyst and it was too hard. I did not think that I could still do the job and it was unfair for the other people in my job because only three people can go on leave if there's something going on. But because I'm there for like more than three weeks or a month or, or so until I get back to work, it would be unfair. So I, I decided to resign. And it's good, actually, because I got time for myself. Like I would exercise and then helped my sister. She's, she's a doctor and she also has a kid, a new baby. So I took care of her. She's already two years old now, so I still take care of the little baby. I still work for my sister, but online as her nurse. I love my life now. I'm not sad about anything. I'm happy about the stroke and what happened. I can walk, actually. I don't have any problems with my legs or anything except for my hand, but then it's already fine. So the rest of my body is okay. For me, I'm better now. I'm the better version of myself compared to I was the normal Carla before. Leanne's stroke came as a complete shock to her friends and family, but she's used the experience to completely turn her life around. Still to come on Stroke Stories, Leanne on setting up a YouTube channel. I want to mix both my therapy and my love of theatre and poetry and other stuff. <laughs> but I'm still thinking about it. I'm still planning so that I can do it correctly when it ever happens. And on stroke awareness in the Philippines. There was this guy who also had a stroke. He was 35 years old, I think. He was a bassist for this band here in the Philippines. And when he had the stroke and everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's like Carla's. But unfortunately, he passed away. So now everyone started stroke awareness because of him. Let's hear about Leanne's plans for the future. I have a lot of goals now. Before, I didn't really have a lot. But now I want to have a, a podcast, actually. I wanted to have a YouTube channel. Like, it's all planned. I want to have a book. I want to do something that's a bit different. I always wanted to go and do theater. I wanted to add that with my therapy. So like theater or dancing and stroke, <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> or like with aphasia, especially those who have aphasia, it's hard because they don't really understand or like they can't speak well. So I think I want to mix both my therapy and my love of theater and poetry and other stuff. <laughs> but I'm still thinking about it. I'm still planning so that I can do it correctly when 
it ever happens. But the short goal so far is on November, the anniversary of my stroke. I want to go um, to the beach, go by myself, and just like enjoy time just by myself and realize like what life has been compared to four years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Leanne found her stroke made a difference in her relationships with her friends. Actually, it's improved because now they know like I'm strong. <laughs> Before, they would really let me say like, hey, you can eat whatever you want. We can all drink and party. But now they see that I don't really need to drink to have fun. I'm fine and I'm enjoying the whole time, even if I'm not drinking anything. It's better, actually. My stroke made everyone realize that health is wealth. Even my friends, they got so scared about stroke. Two years ago, there was this guy who also had a stroke. He was like 35 years old, I think. He was a bassist for this band here in the Philippines. And when he had the stroke and everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's like Carla's. But unfortunately, he passed away. So now everyone started stroke awareness because of him. But I told my friends that it's better to have something that's for the whole stroke um, survivors or like even like family and your friends. But it's not just one month that this happens. It's better to have it like for the whole year. Like everyone would just be aware that stroke is possible. It happens to anyone and any time. And here's her advice for stroke survivors and their loved ones. It happens to anyone, but it did not happen just because of you. There's a reason for everything. So I know that it's hard. Right now, you don't know what's going to happen. You might lose your job, your family or your friends or your loved ones, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but it is going to improve yourself a year from now. Just imagine yourself a year from now and how beautiful your life will be by then. It's hard. I know it's very hard, but you're strong and your strength is the only thing that can cure you. No one can help you except for yourself. And for the family and friends, please have patience because it's hard to explain what's going on or how they feel. Pain, sadness, depression, it's everywhere in our hearts and it's in our minds from morning until evening. Just have patience and do not look at them as if there's no hope, like especially aphasia. Just wait until they help or realize the word that they need to explain or express. Just have patience because that's what they need. Patience, love, faith, and hope, of course. That's what everyone needs. Leanne turned her stroke into an entirely positive experience and wants to continue helping others with her YouTube channel and her social media presence. 
coming up on the next episode of Stroke Stories. I was already actually in hospital at the time. I was actually getting onto an x-ray bed um, to have an x-ray and I just felt my right side go sort of heavy as if there was loads of weights on it. I couldn't lift it and I remember screaming out, I can't move my leg, I can't move my leg. And then I started to just fall off the x-ray bed. Everything sort of went black and I felt myself hit the floor. Please subscribe to Stroke Stories and rate and comment on the episodes to help us spread the word. And if you are or you know of a stroke survivor and there's a good story to share, please do via Twitter or Instagram. Our DMs are always open. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening. Listening.